0: loading. Oh, um, my. God. Okay, hit the
1: Move over, guys, because it's about damn time for the queens to take their seat upon Chief Kingdom's throne. Six consecutive AFC West titles, seven
0: consecutive years in the playoffs, four consecutive home AFC championship games. Join us on this ride to keep these
2: streaks alive. Chiefs Kingdom's spirit is unyielding. Whether we're down 10 points in a Super Bowl with only seven minutes left, or three points in a playoff game with only 13
3: seconds to go, our belief in our Chiefs never wavers. While Patrick Mahomes is the King of Kansas City, over here in the UK, it's the Queen that reigns supreme. We are the Kingdom's Queens.
2: right hello everybody thank you so much for joining us we are the kingdoms queens podcast i am lexi and to give a little background on my chiefs fandom i guess i am born and raised in kansas city i am a kansas city sports fan through and through i was born and raised a chiefs fan and it will never change (laughs) do not try to sway me to go to any other team because it will not happen um We have waited a long time for our team to look like this, and we are so very excited for everything that is to come. Um, Without further ado, I have some awesome co-hosts here with me, but I do want to get over to our girl, Shelly, in the UK. She has made us a little video on how she became a Chiefs fan all the way over in the United Kingdom. So let's give a little warm welcome to our girl, Shelly.
3: Hi, I'm Shelley, a Chiefs fan from England in the UK. A lot of people ask me, how did I get into the NFL? And the story really starts during lockdown. So due to COVID, we weren't able to go out and we were pretty much stuck at home. And things got a bit boring. We were running out of things to talk about. Everything seemed to be the same every day. And that's when we discovered the NFL. Something to do, something new and something to learn about. It was Super Bowl 55, so we were about to watch the Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, we all know how that ended and the Bucs won, but I still could not get over how entertaining this Chiefs team were to watch, especially our QB, Patrick Mahomes, and everything I found out about the guy, I loved. And really, that's how my NFL journey began. I'm not very far down the road, but I'm sure you'll agree, my obsession is really quite advanced. So let's see what this season brings. Hopefully, it will be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again.
2: All right, and over to Miss Jody. I'm
1: gonna let Chrissy go first. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take my turn. <laughs> so I'm Chrissy. Um, I was I was born and raised in the Kansas City metro. Um, I have been a Chiefs fan for as long as I can remember really getting pretty hardcore in my 20s and now my 30s. Um, one of my earliest Chiefs memories was actually when my mom took me to a jersey shop and I got to pick out my very first Chiefs jersey and it was a Priest Holmes jersey that still hangs in my closet. He's what really hooked me on on Chiefs football and so Um, now I, my, my whole goal in life is to nudge my kids in the same direction. And my daughter is well on her way. She's five and she is, she is repping Chiefs kingdom pretty darn well for a five-year-old girl. So yeah, let's go to Jody. I love that so much for
0: her. (laughs) Um, I'm Jody. I am born and raised from Kansas city, Missouri, 816. Um, I've been a Chiefs fan since probably like 15 years old. Um, I blame my dad and my uncles. They've had season tickets my whole entire life. They're the ones who kind of put me on the game and taught me all about Arrowhead. Um, And I guess the only other thing about me is I currently live in Dallas. So I'm Casey in Dallas. Um, That's a huge thing down here for us. So uh, that's me. And I'm so happy to be here with my lovely ladies. So it's time to just jump into this, y'all. Y'all ready? We're ready. ready. Ready to go? Let's do this, oh. <laughs> so you know, we all know that, know that we are finally here. We are finally here and it is week one. We are on the road, which is insane because it's the only way that the Chiefs do it. We we can't start off at home. We always have to start off on the road and we're up against Arizona. So I wanna know who are y'all most excited to see this week? Christy, go ahead. Everybody
1: well- <laughs> As far as non-rookies go, I'm super excited to see Nick Bolton really take on that linebacker role because he was playing kind of a backup role last year, and this year he's just going to take it to the next level. He and Willie Gay are linebacker core. Oh, I'm so excited about them. Um, I'm excited to see Jody Fortson come back from being injured and really just take people by surprise. I don't think people are going to be expecting him to be a monster, and I'm ready for it. And as far as the rookies, I'm incredibly excited for furious George Karloftis. He's going to be raining hell on these quarterbacks and it is going to be awesome. So that I'm super excited to see. What about you, Lexi?
2: Yes, I absolutely agree. I think Jody Fortson is going to be underrated as heck going into this next season. Um, (laughs) I know my girl Jody's excited about him because they share a name. So that's like, you
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) I am
2: really excited to see him. I think he's a huge red zone threat. I think Mahomes trusts him completely. So I'm very excited about him. Um, Another, I guess, not rookie that I'm excited about would be um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling.
0: Yeah. I, I
2: noticed, you know, As much as we all want to say juju, I noticed with Marquez in these early preseason games and practice and stuff we saw in camp, Mahomes has like he has a good trust with him. And I think that might be an underrated one that people aren't expecting him to step up as much in that wide receiver role because he's been, you know, he's playing behind Devontae Adams and he's playing behind different. Packers receivers Alan Lazard and I think he'll have a bigger role over here and so I think he could be an underrated kind of threat um someone else I'm really excited about is my guy I've been excited since we drafted him Isaiah Pacheco the new Ah. number 10 in town I am so excited (laughs) about him um I think you know what I think Isaiah is young I think he has a lot of grit in him. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog. <laughs> he's got that dog That's in him. Awesome. <laughs> and I think once Isaiah learns to let the game slow down for him a little bit, learns to trust our O-line, yeah. Yeah. learns to trust Mahomes, I, I think he's going to be a huge threat. And I'm really excited to see what he brings to our run game. Because as we know, I love my Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I love McKinnon. I'm excited to see what Ronald Jones can do, but I I want Isaiah to bring a youngness to us, and I think he will. Um, and then I guess someone on defense that I'm hoping to see you can't kind
1: just of, go all offense. I right? I'm like,
2: okay,
0: Lexi. Your no. I
2: mean, offense is exciting, but I guess someone on defense that I'm hoping to see um, take a leap this year would be um, Urshad Fenton. I hope he can do yeah. something. I think as long as he can stay healthy, he's always a playmaker, him and Snead. And then with the additions of um, with our rookies, I I think they could be they could be something. It might take them a few weeks to gel. It could. Mm -hmm. But I think after a while, I'm I'm excited to see what they all bring to the table. So, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. What about you? Jody. Well,
0: since you said everybody on the offense, you left one. <laughs> Who I am most excited about, and that's Sky Moore. I think Sky is going to ball out this season. I can't wait to see him come out here with all this speed. I'm just really excited to see what he's going to do. He's definitely going to make a change to the offense. I think he's going to just come out and, you know, learn to gel with the team at first. And, I, I mean, personally, I think he's going to have a $1,000 season. I mean, that could be a big leap but i think that he definitely has what it takes in him to get that done um on the defensive side of the ball i'm most excited for willie gay i know yes. y'all have three preseason game with him standing on the sidelines just cheering everybody on oh my gosh zero, zero on the clock so i just hope that he brings that energy every
1: single game we I need willie gay towels right yeah, we honestly we that might need to towels. be a thing Right. Forget Um, terrible towels. We need really gay towels. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) But I think he's going to really bring like a different level of energy to the team this year. And I think we need that, especially just after how last year ended up. So, you know, I'm excited for him. And then the last person I would say it's a veteran, even though he's new to us. I'm so excited for Justin Reed. I think he automatically stepped in the door and brought a sense of leadership. Yeah. Um, especially since we know Tyron was a big leader on our defense. I'm excited to see him fill in that role. And step up and just do what needs to be done for this team. So agreed. I'm excited. Did we miss anybody?
1: Are we good? I, have to, I, have to I, say mean, I guess it, I'm excited about Patrick Mahomes and Travis. Oh Mahomes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess.
0: QB1, right? I
2: mean, there's so,
1: just-
2: I want to give one shout out to our O-line. Joseph, yes. Joseph Tooney. I yes. am so excited about him. I am so excited about Creed Humphrey.
1: Trey Smith. Orlando Brown, Trey Smith.
2: Oh, Did sorry. you
1: guys see Trey Smith's block in preseason where he just, like, that guy, I'm pretty sure he fell into the beyond. Like, he yeah. went to Narnia. Like, he disappeared. So, like, that was, I, I just love the animosity he brings to the table. I love how ferocious he is. And I just, oh
2: yeah. He's an animal.
1: He's an animal. And I love he it. He
2: is. He is an yeah. animal. Yes. And I have I'm to say, part. courtesy of Jody, who lent me her preseason ticket, so thank you. Um, I was able to go to the or the Green Bay Packers preseason game.
0: Nice.
2: And I have to say, just touching on what Willie Gay brought, I'm not kidding you. Every single snap, that guy is on the sideline, hyping people up and getting yes. people ready. And I love that. I, I love it. I cannot wait to see what he brings to the table this season. I think if you are um, at all questioning our linebackers, you are you are mistaken totally,
1: <laughs> totally mistaken totally. keep writing him off and just you know let write him just, them off let him just annihilate you okay? you want me just um sit back
0: and try to say nothing and let the boys go out there and play the ball and that's going to be enough words for us anyway I, you know, we're from the way. show me state so uh so, you don't speak you just got to show me and we'll go from there yes <laughs> So we're talking about the game. We talked about the people who we are most excited to see, but what are your thoughts about going into this Cardinals Chiefs game on Sunday? What are some things you want to see from people? What are your biggest concerns? What are your excitements?
1: Tell me your thoughts, ladies. So I know Arizona is missing a lot of players. Like we know Hopkins is suspended and they've got a lot of injuries going on. So, I just, I don't want our Chiefs players, and I don't think that our coaching staff would let them do that. They're so good about this. I just want them to go in and make sure that they are taking them 100% seriously.
3: Absolutely. I know that our
1: defense, I really want to see them figuring things out. We've got so many rookies starting on defense um, and so many new pieces to our defense. It's a completely different defense this year. So I'm really looking to w- forward to watching our defense gel. I know we're probably going to see some mistakes in the secondary or in coverage, maybe some long passes. Um, and what I'm really, really excited and hoping to see, um, I want to see Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Mike. Um, like I just want to see our whole D-line get into Kyler Murray and saying, you're, you're not running on us today. We know he can make crazy plays with his legs. We've seen it. I want... Arizona fans to be like, man, maybe we shouldn't have given them that big contract extension. That's what <laughs> I want to see from our D line. I want them making Cardinals fans being like, Oh my gosh, what did we do? The chiefs couldn't get a sack on Joe burrow last year and they just annihilated Carla Murray. That's what I want to see.
2: <laughs> I love that. I, I completely agree. You know what? After the disrespect after disrespect after disrespectful take, on our lovely quarterback Patrick Mahomes this season, you know what? I want to see him go full scorched earth. <laughs> Seriously, I want to see that man go off and unleash it. I'm sorry, Arizona Cardinals, but I want I'm going to get against Sarah I'm, like, I'm, I'm, sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. You're not sorry. I know no, you better. Not really sorry. I'm trying. I'm, I'm being quiet, quiet, but I'm not sorry. Um, I want to see Patrick Mahomes go. Full-on beast mode against them. I don't care if we go that way first game. If he wants to ease into it, I want to see – and I want to see some certain wide receivers step up. I think Juju has a lot on his name right now. I want to see him get, like, two touchdowns. (laughs) I want to see – um, I want to see Kelsey get his. I want to see Kelsey you get could, a touchdown. I want to see Noah Gray get something. I you know.
1: could say every single piece of our wide receiver core has a chip on their shoulder. That and is. people Hardman miss getting no love this offseason. Yeah, no yeah. you. People are saying he's not a number one wide receiver. Marquez Valdez-Gandling, people in Green Bay are like, oh, he can't be a number two Write wide receiver. Him off. Yep. Justin mm-hmm. Watson yep. from the Bucks not utilized that way. They yes. all have a chip on their shoulder. Let's, let's see yes. it. Rain hellfire. I,
2: I actually yes. think Justin Watson is going to be a dark horse for us. Me too. The best yes. Holmes has in him already is- Yeah, their
0: chemistry is so good. Yes. I've never seen anything like that. Yes. I think for me, I just want them to come out fast. I feel like we've been getting in the habit of starting slow. I want us to come out fast on both sides of the ball. I want- the offense to score immediately, quickly, and I want the defense to just come out fired up and just set the tone out in the beginning in Arizona. So I know for me, that's like one of my biggest things. And for me, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to call these three. Um, I got to come up with like a cute little sticky name. But Carloftis, Jones, Frank, I expect them three to come out and ball out. Um, yes. Someone said yesterday that, you know, if Karloftis is double-teamed, then that leaves Frank and um, Chris open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I expect this game, I want to see at least four sacks minimum, like four. Like, I want my Big Mac for sacks. I want one <laughs> free, like all of that. So that's kind of my biggest takeaways
1: coming into this week. Yeah, and I'm interested to see Frank Clark with how he's Toned up and thinned down after cutting alcohol from his diet in the off season, and just seeing him stay after practice and go work with the rookies and whatnot, I'm really looking forward to seeing maybe potentially an old Seattle version of Frank Clark. Ooh, and then not to not to mention Carlos Dunlap, we got him. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. If he can keep his Achilles healthy and out of the picture, yes, that that scares me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, for sure. And I think like. I will say this
0: might be a wild take. I like wild takes. Yeah. Right? yeah. I actually think we're going to be somewhat conservative this week. I don't think we're going to show everything this week. I don't think so,
1: either. I think, I think
0: we're going right. to go in. We're going to do <laughs> what we need to do. And then I think we're really going to turn it up for Thursday Night Football, which, quick plug, we will be back next Tuesday at 7 PM Central State. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> But I think we're going to just be very conservative this week, and then we're really going to ball out next week. What's, it's that home game, Thursday night football. Um, but, yeah, that's what, that's what I think we're going to start off like. I think you're
2: correct. And I think um, <laughs> as much as I want <laughs> Patrick Mahomes to take all that media motivation and go full scorched earth, I think you're right in that we will be a little bit conservative with it. I think it's a
0: confidence This is the goal think- the they build confidence.
2: Yeah, and I think it's going to be kind of like our preseason that we saw with him. He's going to go out there, mean business. He's going to get the ball down the field, whatever it takes. He's going to get it on third downs. He's going to get that ball down the field, and we're going to (laughs) score. And people aren't going to know
1: what to do. So that's like, you know. Yep, because you look at preseason, it's not like we did anything super special with our offense. We definitely didn't open up the playbook. And we had, what, three three offensive drives with our starters and then three touchdowns. So – I mean, I don't necessarily think with our O-line being as great as they are, one of the top, if not the top O-line in the NFL, I don't know if we're going to have to open the playbook very early on. You know, we can save some of that for, you know, the Bills or the teams that we're really going to have to fight for that top spot in the AFC. So I think you're right. I think we're going to be a little more conservative.
0: Yeah, I think this is the confidence game. Let's get these rookies some confidence. Yep. Everybody who's been injured, let them come out here. Let them ball out and get that confidence and be ready to go come Thursday. My yeah. thing is, too, I
2: think our defense came out striking as well. again. It I mean, did. I know it's,
0: it's preseason. Yeah. I,
2: I understand. But, like, they came out striking. They got me quarters. excited. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like,
1: yes, three and out. Woo! I was going crazy. And I was like, I know. I'm excited. Me, too. But how many times did we see three and outs last year? Like, come on. like. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was awesome. so nice. Was awesome. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to pivot
0: the conversation now based off of that. So based off of projections, based off of predictions, one thing I think we're going to do differently on this podcast is we're going to talk about some division every week. So this week we're going to talk about the NFC North. Isn't that who we decided about? We're going to talk yep. about this? Yes. Yes. So, my rankings for the NFC North go, gonna go fast. I think the Bears are gonna come in last. <laughs> I think the Lions are gonna come in third. I don't care how good their show was. Um, I think they're gonna come in third. I think the Vikings are gonna come in at number two and the Packers are gonna come in at number one, but something could happen there. And the Vikings take one and the Packers take two. Yeah,
1: I don't know, what do y'all think? So mine was, it was close, but it was, I took the Vikings over the Packers. I don't oh, know really? what it is. I, I just, I feel like maybe with the, and I, do, I I feel so hypocritical saying this, but I feel like maybe with the absence of Devontae Adams, maybe, I just, I don't see as Aaron Rodgers is maybe as charismatic, maybe as Patrick yeah. Holmes is in getting to know guys. Maybe I'm just crazy. He didn't spend time in the off season with new receivers or, or whatnot so i could see that as more of an issue than it is here um yeah. but i don't want to say that's going to make or break the packers because we obviously know they're a great football team and aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback yeah. um but i'm kind of rooting for the vikings it'd be nice to see another team kind of pull out there versus you know the packers who always go one and done in the playoffs anyway so um and as for the bears and the lions um I the last. yeah I took Bears and Lions but I went back and forth on that but then I was like what am I doing move on so that's I did Vikings Packers Bears Lions
2: okay okay I'm gonna counter you Chrissy a little bit and I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna be the one um that's not as hypocritical I guess because I'm gonna be the person that says they have Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay And who am I to count him out because I'm not going to count Patrick Mahomes out. And I know that's, I know that's what everyone wants to happen to us is, oh, they're so tired of the Chiefs winning. And yeah, I understand that completely because we've all been there with the Patriots and Steelers and everyone else. So I get it. Um, It's that time right now. Chiefs continue to win. And I I know that can be annoying to other fan bases, but I'm going to do the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not counting him out until he's proven differently. I
1: agree. Um, agree. I do think. I the felt Vikings, so bad putting
2: that. No, I yeah. love it. I think the Vikings could be proved wrong. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, they have Justin Jefferson. They have a really Adam solid receiver for Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. They have a extremely solid offense. Their yeah. defense has gotten better. They have made improvements. So. They got Darius Smith from
1: the Packers too. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: I think, but I think a lot of people would like to see with us, like the Chargers beating us. I think a lot of people would like to see that with the Packers too. Yeah. So I think it really could go both ways, and it really just depends on who steps up. It's going to depend on. Packers have a great defense. They have a great. Yeah.
0: So who, week, who wins week one of
2: that? Vikings. Packers. Packers. Mm-hmm. That could be Vikings setup mm, or upset
1: setup upset. <laughs> Um, I feel like Vikings would be the upset.
0: Yeah. It would.
2: I would love
1: the upset. I'm all for the underdog. Me too.
0: Yeah. I would
2: actually love an upset from them week yeah. one. I have the Packers taking it, but I would love to see an upset week one with the Vikings. Yeah. And I well, actually, I-, I think too, Um, I think the Lions are going to surprise some people this season. I'm going to take yeah. them at three and I'm going to take, I have a friend that's a fan of the Bears and she won't like me for this, but I'm going to take <laughs> them at four. And... I don't, I, I don't trust what the Bears have going on. I love Byron Tingle yeah. and I love that he went there, but yeah. their O line—they just have so many questions. Or
0: Fields, I just want him to make it out of this season a lot. You know, I know. Yeah. I know <laughs> I'm to live the season through. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, well, that's enough about the yeah. NFC East. Bye, NFC. <laughs> Back to the Chiefs, right? <laughs> so now I want to know. I know what my prediction is for our season.
1: What do you guys think our season's going to be? Where do we end up? This is tough because we we do have a tough schedule. So there are so many games especially with our first 6 games. Yeah. Like I really want to say 13 and 4, but I feel like it could be just as easily, you know, 12 and 5 or you know, it's it that's it's tough. But I I feel like I do feel like we win the AFC West. I'm not ready to pass the crown to someone else until someone can prove that they can take it from us. And so far, no one has come close. So knocking on wood, I still think we win the AFC West. I think we finished 12 and five, 13 and four, something along those lines. Um, But yeah, that's, I think it's going to be a great season and it's going to look totally different. And I'm so excited for it.
2: I agree. Something about this 13 number. I know we ended with 13 seconds last Mm -hmm. season. There's just been a lot of a lot with the number thirteen lately that I've noticed in my life, and yeah. I'm going thirteen and four because of that. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I think we have one of the best rosters we've seen under Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yes, we still have Travis Kelsey. <laughs> we best tied in, in the world. Counting any of them out until they're proven differently. So okay. I'm going thirteen and four. I think we take. Here's what I think. I think we take a loss to the Chargers the
0: Raiders
2: I think so. and the Broncos. I, I think we take one to all three. And then I think we take one more to the Bills during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's it. That's it. And then I think um, playoffs come and we host another championship game. That's what I think.
0: Interesting. I agree. I, I think we leave
2: one. one each to the AFC West. I think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I think we split with the Chargers and the Broncos. I think Russ will get his life together by the end of the season. <laughs> uh, I think we lose yes, to the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't say my prediction. So my floor is twelve and five, and my ceiling is thirteen and four. I think we're gonna lose a game that we should not lose because we're yeah, running. we always we do. Hard. We might hit a hot streak and be super confident. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't know. I, I would love thirteen and four. I would. Be very happy for 13 and four, but I don't know. Like I know 13 has been appearing in your world like every day, Lexi. Uh, but, I'm
2: telling you, I have all these different things that pop up.
0: She's like, oh my God, it's 13. I'll randomly get a text message. Like, oh my God, I just saw 13 again. And I was like, what, is wrong with you? what is wrong with you? But no, I say 12 and five or 13 and four and I would love 13 and four. I think we do get that bye week I think the championship game goes through Arrowhead again and then we went in the Super Bowl.
1: Let's so just book I... in the season with Arizona. Absolutely. How does that yeah. sound? That's what I'm saying. It's pretty perfect. Let's book the now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, and I think you're right. You, both of you are correct in saying we could take an upset somewhere early on. Like, I think the Colts could upset us randomly. I think the Titans, the Texans, I mean, maybe the Jags. I mean, I don't know. Like, it oh, might okay. be someone we're just not expecting at all. Like, that's what happened. happened to the
1: Bills. Happened to the Bills last week. The they got beat by Jacksonville, and it was like, what on earth just happened? So yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know what? Here's another bold prediction. I think Pat
0: throws anywhere between the 45 and 48 touchdowns. I think he has between. Actually, I think he's going to have 4,700 yards exactly. Um, and I think the big three. I need to come up with a name for them. Still, I'm not doing great, but I think they have a minimum of 25 sacks combined with all three of yeah, we need something. I
2: mean, we have the Greek freak, we have or furious George and uh
0: Frank the Shark Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we need like something to tie that all together. They need a cute name besides the one that they call themselves. I agree. We'll we'll bring on that. It. If you guys
1: we'll, have to, we'll bring it to the table next week. Right. If any, if we'll
0: any have listeners have
2: any suggestions for those three for week. Nice.
1: So
0: we see you guys in the comments. Thank yes, you. Thank you for coming. the support. Please keep talking to us. Let us know what you think of the show, how you feel, what you want to see next week. Like, man, we love it. We love y'all. And Thanks I actually, I want to cut over to our girl,
2: Shelly. She hey. is going to give us an inside scoop on how a fan over in the UK, over the pond, across the pond, gets ready for um, an NFL week because it plays at like 1am their time and yeah I appreciate the dedication so much so we're gonna cut to Shelly here real quick and hear about her routine for the first week
1: you guys are gonna love this she's so cute oh
3: my god (laughs) so some of you might be wondering what is an average day like for a UK NFL fan well I'm here to take you through a a. 1am kickoff for those of us in the UK First of all, there's the early night. We like to get to bed about 7 so we can get in a tactical nap before the alarm. And of course, not forgetting to set that alarm for 1am. And once we're awake, it's down to the kitchen for that 1am cup of tea. Are you even British if you're not drinking tea with a football game? The most difficult part is deciding what snacks to have. It's too early for breakfast, but dinner was ages ago. And Jersey. And of course, you've got to have the right setup. Then it's back to bed, usually around half three to four a.m. Bloody hell! So that's game day for us fans over the other side of the pond. I'm really excited to see what the Chiefs are going to bring to the table this year. Last year we had a successful season with some amazing talent and some brilliant rookies. This year we're looking even better and I'm really hopeful that this roster is our strongest yet. So we will see you at 1am on Friday morning for the Bills-Rams opening game. I can't wait. So some of you might be wondering, what is an average? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> technical.
2: Isn't that dedication amazing
1: though? I am so It's impressed. so great. <laughs> Shelly <laughs> a rock star. For like t- And Dom. We can't forget Dom. Dom <laughs> yes. is Shelly's husband and they do it together. So I mean Oh my uh, gosh, she is a hoot. <laughs> she's hilarious. I'm like wiping away tears. <laughs> oh my God. Well, she she's so
0: great. She's now, I mean, I want to know, let's talk about what the biggest games of this week are and who do y'all think are gonna win and who do y'all think are gonna lose? So Bill's Rams, Thursday.
2: So I see someone asking, is Shelly going to be joining live for any episodes? Sorry, I just want to cut in real quick. We're going yes. to try. So because of the time difference, we're going live at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. That's like 1 a.m. for her <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> We're going to try to figure out a few times during the season that she can join us because obviously we would love to have her with us and we want her with us. Um, So we're going to try to figure that out, but we're just going to take it as it goes and hopefully we will get that um, squared away. But we do appreciate her dedication and we love to have her in a little segment with us each weekend. Yes. yeah because who
1: isn't a fan of shelly like let's be real how could you amazing. not
2: be come on
1: She's great call her out on twitter and let her know you want to see her face live yeah Tell let's her. guys let's push her into it peer pressure, yeah, peer right. pressure <laughs> come on we need shelly
0: <laughs> so bills rams who do you think right. wins
1: thursday night football so i'm super excited for this game um it's, it's a Rams home game, right? It's at, it's at LA. So no. I honestly feel like this is a toss up for me. We need the Rams to win, obviously as a chiefs, as chiefs fans, because we need the bills to take a loss, right? Cause they, they are probably going to be our number one competition vying for that number one seed. Um, the things that concern me about LA Rams right now is I know that they did lose some players. They lost Aaron, uh, not Aaron Donald, sorry, Von Miller, <laughs> who is doing great with, I mean, he had how many sacks in the Super Bowl? Um, and also Stafford has been battling an injury, I think with his elbow, it's like yeah. almost the same as like tennis elbow. So I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see how that's going to affect him. Um, but I'm going to take the bills what? for that game of the week, um, because it just, I don't want to, but I, I just—I ha- don't feel like Josh Allen after how that 13-second game, how that ended. I feel like they're going to be coming out with a chip on their shoulder. So
2: I do too, and I think um, as well with the Bills. I can't remember a time. I mean, I know they had pressure last season. I can't remember a time a team had it. It's literally Super Bowl or bust for them, and they haven't even won a championship game yet. Right.
1: <laughs> Right. So, I
2: think, I, like you said, they're going to be coming out with a big chip on their shoulders. Um, my concerns for the Bills are their run game against the Rams defense.
1: Yeah. Bill. I
2: mean, we don't know how Cook is going to be. Singletary is eh. Yeah. Um, Singletary is as up in the air as Clyde Edwards helaire is to me. You know, yeah. so. Same. I don't know how that's going to go against their defense. They have a really strong front, they have Jalen Ramsey in the back. They, I mean, And then the Bills are also without Tredavious White, I think, for at least the first game. Um, As well as I want to say Jordan Poyer might be out as well, or he's questionable. So those are two back pieces that are kind of big for them, and they are going to have to rely on some of their younger guys. So, again, I'll counter Chrissy with this, and I'll say I'm going to take the Rams. They just came off their Super Bowl. They have a lot to prove. They – I mean – Coming off your Super Bowl, you know how that feels? It's you have a yeah. lot to prove, and you're going into we that with a different kind of chip on your shoulder because you want people to still respect you as the winners. Yep. And who are we to discount Cooper Cup and <laughs> Matthew Stafford? I hope his arm is okay. That could be the one. Yeah, and kind a of deciding factor if his arm goes out, but I think he's okay at least for week one. Um, yeah, I
1: like Matt Safford, so but like I think he's be healthy. Yeah,
2: I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be. I think it's we're going to end up somewhere in the twenties for both teams, and I think it's going to be a really tough game. I mean, the NFL showed no mercy on either team and threw them into the fire for yeah. Thursday night football. <laughs> week so,
0: one,
1: have at it! Here you go. I <laughs>
0: I'm going Rams. They're coming off the Super Bowl high. I think they're going to, it's a home game. Um, I think the crowd is going to be rocking the real crowd, not the fake crowd. Um, And (laughs) I think they're going to win. Okay, so then the next game, division,
1: Raiders at Chargers. I think, I'll go let Chrissy go. I'm going with Chargers. Chargers, I feel like I feel like the Chargers probably have more of a chip on their shoulder than the Raiders do, if I'm being real. I think there's so much talk about – I think there's more talk about Herbert and, like, you know, the Chargers. Like, are they actually going to do something this year? And people are trying to crown them like they do every year. But I, I think Herbert is a more talented quarterback than Derek Carr. Yeah. And I think maybe he's going to want to try to prove it. So it's also a home game. I'm going Chargers. Yeah, I'm
2: going Chargers as well. Yeah. Um... Herbert is definitely the better quarterback between the two. Yeah. Herbert has built up um, a lot of chemistry with his current receivers with his team. They added some new good pieces, but and I know Devonte and Derek Carr have this college connection, but that's been a long time ago. And yeah. I think um, I think the Chargers are going to take that one. I think they're they have that taste in their mouth from the last season. Yeah.
0: I want the Raiders to win so bad. <laughs> <Because> and that's <laughs> so hard to say too. Like ugh, I, I want it. them to win, but I don't.
2: I don't, don't want either of them to win. They can tie for no, all I care. It can be another <laughs>
0: tie. Game it can be a tie. They can tie. So badly in my life. But <laughs> I think the Chargers win it. So then the next big game, Sunday night football, Bucks at Cowboys. Bucks at Jerry's World. This one's a little
1: tricky. I go Cowboys. Um, oh, yeah. I go Cowboys. I like Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. I think Dak is incredibly talented. And I think it's time for him to have a year. He came on strong last year after coming back from his injury. And when you look at the Bucs, like I know Tom Brady is Tom Brady. You can't count him out because he he doesn't look like himself. But he does. I mean, he's got some family drama and that can mess with people. And maybe this is going to be the season. If you remember the season before Peyton, Peyton Manning retired, he had a crazy season. And then he came back the next season. And it was like, oh, my God, like, who is this guy? He got benched against the Chiefs guys. And we sucked that year. Okay, like he got benched. So some of me wonders with all this family drama that seems to be going on with Tom Brady and him missing a good chunk of preseason. He doesn't necessarily look healthy. I hope he's OK. I'm I'm not sure that it's going to be going. Plus, he doesn't have his fallback in Gronk. So I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys. I know. Everyone
2: wants to count the homes out without Tyreek Hill. But um, last time I checked, a lot of other people have lost some some big weapons, and they're not being counted out. So. Right. Um, Absolutely. I it's a hard one it is yes. very hard yeah it's
0: hard it you know
2: very, very hard. I can actually see but I think it will be an upset if the Cowboys win that because I think people like you said it's it's Tom Brady we have to count him as the winner
1: um I, I think
2: Dak <laughs> Prescott it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes this season yes him him and Dak were healing from injuries last offseason season. Right. We're both coming into this new season with a full offseason healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they have something to prove. And I think Dak Prescott has a lot to prove, actually. And people really counted him out last year. And he just he kept playing and doing his own thing. And. Um, I actually, I want to take Cowboys too, but I think it's going to be really, really close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for
0: sure. It's going so to come like
2: yeah. the line the yeah. too, with all the injuries, like in yeah. their week one, I don't know how strong that's going to be right off the
0: top. Right. I agree. I'm actually, I originally, you would have asked me two and a half three weeks ago, I would have said the Bucks, and mm-hmm. I've recently, over the last 48 hours have switched to the Cowboys. I think, yeah. I think they win in Jerry's world. I think it's going to be a sold-out crowd because everybody wants to see Tom Brady because they think this may be his last season again and Cowboys fans show up for their team. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with you, Chrissy. This is a proven year for Dak and Z. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting because they don't have Amari Cooper, but I do yeah. think QD Lamb is going to ball out. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually taking the Cowboys to win this. So we all
1: chose Cowboys. Look at us. Yeah, now.
0: that's like very strange, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah. Right. So next game, um, Broncos Seahawks. It's gonna be a this good one. Oh man, this one's
1: so tough. Um, um I don't want to choose the Broncos, but I'm choosing the Broncos simply because. I feel like we've been saying more of, I feel like at least I've been saying this a lot, this, this podcast episode, I I mean, you've got Russell Wilson going up against the team that they wouldn't listen to him when he needed an O-line, he needed weapons and they wouldn't give him what he needed and he's going up against them and he's like, you know what, I've got this new team, they've got, I have weapons, I've got, they, they, they really helped try to build around him and you know, maybe he's finally enjoying because I feel like towards the end of his Seattle tenure, he probably wasn't enjoying his job as much because he just felt like he had so much stacked against him. And I feel like maybe he might feel rejuvenated and ha- I- I'm really looking at it this more as a Russell Wilson game. Yeah. Um, I-, I, th- I think that they might squeak out a win. I don't think it's going to be a large margin. I think it's going to be very close, but I'm going with uh, with the Broncos. All right. I am not.
2: <laughs> I'm just not. Um, I understand completely completely where you're coming from, Chrissy. I, yeah. It's the easy choice. I should take the Broncos, but I'm not going to. And I, I respect
0: you for that. You
1: know what? <laughs> if life <laughs> was easy, I mean. Yeah, the the hard Seahawks, if to
2: anyone, know how to play Russell Wilson. True. They know how to play against him.
0: They That's true. That's a great point. All the time. Great Russell point.
2: Wilson decided not to show up in the preseason games. He decided not to show up.
0: That's he so wild. Yeah.
2: And with a new coach, a new, I mean, Patrick Mahomes took his field. That's true. true. I, I don't know. I'm having trouble. I, I know that they're the easy choice, I guess, to take the Broncos. I'm hoping the Seah- Seahawks pull off an upset. I hope. Me too. I mean, and Drew Locke too knows how to play the Broncos because he played against, you know? Yeah. So and I'm like, yeah.
1: being from Lee Summit, like Drew Locke's from Lee Summit, like, I want the kid to succeed. Like, gosh, like, come on, Drew I Locke. Mean, back. Yes. It's so easy. We can <laughs> cheer for him now. He's not a rival. So come exactly. On, Drew Locke. Just the
2: way I used to cheer for Russell Wilson. Now I will right. cheer for
0: Drew Locke. For like. Drew
2: Locke. <laughs> But honestly, thinking, I think they could pull off an upset. Drew Locke has to feel slighted in a way. Yeah, I think the whole pro- probably the whole Seahawks team feels slighted in a way by Russell Weaving. And yeah. absolutely, I, I think it could be a good upset.
0: But, but Drew, yeah, Locke I, when I just gonna say I don't think Drew is starting this week. I think Gino is right. You're right. You're right. But Drew could give some tips in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry the face I may get you I'm like no you're right you're right um, I'm going Broncos
1: just because I think this is the revenge game um I, think, I don't think the Broncos we see this week is the Broncos we see the whole season
0: oh for sure I think yeah. this is a new energy I think Russ has probably been hyping himself up the whole entire since he's seen the schedules from the day he went to the Broncos I don't think it's gonna be a pretty game. I think it's gonna be disgusting. Like, (laughs) between 10 or something ridiculous. Like, it might be an all field goal game, but I think the Broncos pull it out and they- Pittsburgh flashbacks. I know, right? (laughs) I
1: think the Broncos pull it out and they win as much as I really, 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 really hate. Well, and see, this is actually a bigger game than we think because the Chiefs play the Seahawks on Christmas Eve this year. So if the Broncos come out and they're actually good, yeah, and let's say we're fighting for the AFC West. This could be a tiebreaker game when it oh, really sure. comes down to the wire, right before playoffs. So yeah. this is a bigger game than we realize. So Seahawks, if there's any Seahawks, please win this game. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the <laughs> last game,
1: we'll support you. Right, <laughs> we'll support.
0: The last game I want to ask y'all about is, of course, Chiefs at Cardinals.
1: Who do you think wins, and what is your schedule? I mean, wh- what do you think the score is going to be? I pick the Chiefs. I think overall we are a better team. Um, I'm not going to go super crazy into it because I think we've I've touched base on it a lot. But I actually am choosing the Chiefs to win 35-14. I think it's going to be a dominant win.
2: Oh yeah! It. Watch out! How much for us? No. <laughs> I love. I love that. I love that. I think the Cardinals. I'm never going to count out Kyler Murray. And I do want to point out that we are playing Mahomes' old coach, Kingsbury. Um, So I think that's going to be fun. I think Cliff Kingsbury is just watching us, like, wishing he had Mahomes. But
1: uh, He's watching this podcast. Did you hear that? She said it. He's watching this podcast.
2: He's watching us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Preparing for his game. Um, no, I think the Cardinals have a good team. I actually think they've been really quiet this offseason. I think they haven't gotten a lot of media talk around them minus Kyler's contract.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so aside from that, but I think they have a lot of questions right now. D Hop is out. Yeah, Zach Ertz is questionable. Um yeah. Hamilton went out with a weird fluke injury yeah. with the burn. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of question marks there. Um their O line is not fantastic. Their run game is good. They have some solid receivers. So as long as our defense can keep up, I think it'll be a win. I'm expecting a win for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go 27-20. Okay,
0: okay, okay. okay. Um, I think our defense is going to be impressive. <laughs> so um, I think they're going to come in, and this is the game where they just click. Um, so I'm really excited I think I said it earlier I think this is the confidence game I feel like you know the first half they're going to come out and like feel their way and the second half it's just going to go insane um, I have us winning 31 to 17 um,
1: yeah 31 to 17 So, alright <clears throat> alright all right. well hey guys next week Arrowhead will come alive for Thursday night football Chiefs first Chargers Big rivals in the AFC West. So join us next week. We will be discussing the results of week one. We will be discussing week two. And we will also be talking about the AFC North next week. So um, we look forward to seeing you guys. You guys can um, catch us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Starkey Media's Facebook group, on uh, YouTube, on Twitter, uh, Twitch. Um, Please find us, like us, um, follow us on Twitter. Um, And until next week, the queens have spoken.